we'll dive into conversations about food, fitness, stress, career, and family. We'll learn from each other, feel more connected, and we'll explore ways to design a life you love. So what are you waiting for? Keep listening for tips, tricks, and fun facts about feeling good, looking good, and living better. And don't forget to bring a snack. This is a Side of Syrup podcast. I don't know who needs to hear this, but welcome to 2023. I am so glad it's here. There's extra optimism this year, I guess. I don't even know, but it is like a breath of fresh air that is finally here. I feel like 2022 was a crunch of stress and sickness and canceled plans and just putting all that behind us and starting fresh and new feels great. But we're not here to just talk about the new year. We're here to talk about the new season. Welcome to season two of the Side of Syrup podcast with a very special guest, my best friend, Angie Aldape. If you don't know her already, get ready for someone super fun, super smart, and super motivated. She has perfected wellness on the go. Trust me, I have been flagged by many TSA agents for things she brings on board, including a stick of butter. Not kidding. Uh, But she has sort of hacked what works for her, and there are so many like tips and tricks that she will share. She is also uh, running a division of Microsoft and is so busy, but carved out time in her day to, you know, share what works for her. And I'm just, I'm just so thrilled that you guys get to meet her, learn from her and hopefully laugh with us too. So stay tuned for Angie Aldape. All right. Hello, hello, hello. Uh, the first episode of season two, and we have a very special guest here today. This is Angie Aldape or Angelica. Yes. (laughs) Angelica. (laughs) So Angie, I know you well, probably too well. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about you, what you do, where you're located, more about this delicious yogurt you were just finishing. Oh my goodness. I don't even know where to start. Let's see. How do I introduce myself? So my name is Angie Aldape and um, born and raised in Los Angeles, California, now living in the Seattle Pacific Northwest area. So Seattle, Washington, Um, currently working at Microsoft and I'm managing probably one of the largest social media ecosystems I think of the world for commercial cloud, which has been a bit of a journey and an awesome one at that. And let's see, I miss home. I've been in the Seattle area for about four years now, a little over four years. And yeah, I don't know. I think, I think that covers it. Yeah. So let me like go like back. 
I believe now 14 years, 15 years. Yeah. My first job in LA, I walk in the door and there is this sun shining, smiley face ready to greet me, organize everything by color. <laughs> um, and completely put together, way more put together than I was at that time. And that was the start of a friendship, a health journey. We we can talk more about like our sort of like fun trips that we do and a lot of fun. So first things first though, you know, you've lived in Seattle now for four-ish years. You lived in LA quite a bit longer. What city is healthier? Oh my gosh. I was thinking about this question. Yeah. Um, Cause I know you, you sent it yesterday, but I will say, I don't know. It's like, I think in what respect, right? Like I will say, if we talk about like lifestyles, mm-hmm. I would say maybe my lifestyle in Seattle is probably a lot healthier. Mm-hmm than it was back in Los Angeles, because I think there's just an abundance of options in Los Angeles, restaurants, bars, like there's just so much like things to do there. It's not really like that here. Maybe it's just where I currently live right now, because it's a little bit like on the top of a hill and like in the woods. So options are, are minimal. You know, I will say, I think when I was in Los Angeles, like we would run a lot, right? So I was always running and exercising. It was very much top of mind. Now I'm not, I do, I still do that, but not as probably as much as before. The air quality in the Pacific Northwest is a lot better. There's a lot more greenery and, you know, it's amazing versus Los Angeles. But I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say Los Angeles just because it's my hometown and I love it and I miss it so much, even though there's more options, but I don't know if that answers your question. No, it does. Because I think like there's an assumption that Los Angeles, everyone's healthy and everyone is like, you know, just so on it. But there's a little bit of like, like fake wellness, I feel Mm -hmm. like. Mm -hmm. I'm going to go to Erewhon and have the Haley Bieber smoothie and like say I did that and then like go to In-N-Out, although I don't think In-N-Out's that bad for you. But, um, but you know, it's <laughs> like this like weird sort of like balance. But then when you go, like even when you land in the, what is it it's called? SeaTac, right? The airport? Mm-hmm. Yeah, SeaTac. Like you see people in like hiking gear and like they like look like they stepped out of like an REI catalog and it's just sort of like the lifestyle to like to move and and to do that so I didn't I mean you've lived there longer I visited so to me like the impression of Seattle is like okay this is like our lifestyle that we do and in LA it's like a little bit more showy but I feel like also people who live in LA like have like maybe a career they have to look a certain way for, or, you know, so just yeah. ingrained, but we- yeah, I, I agree. I think in Los Angeles, it's definitely maybe more optics mm-hmm. versus up here. It's more like, it's less about that and more about kind of what works for you. And it's, it is what it is, right? People are just kind of like, this is me, take it or leave it. Yeah. Versus in LA, I do remember just being so aware of like, my appearance, what I was wearing, what I was driving. And it was so much pressure, Mm -hmm. I think, that LA kind of puts. And I don't know if it's 
just the city, the people, I, I don't really know what that is, but there's just so much pressure all the time to look or feel and appear as though, which is like, I think it's, it's exhausting. Oh, totally. Totally. I mean, I rolled up at preschool drop-off with like a Kia SUV this morning <laughs> and everyone else had like, you know, their pick a luxury car brand. You've got it. And yeah. I was like, whatever, this is it. This yeah. is it. Got me. This is it. But we just came back from a trip from New York, which I told you I felt like pretty puffy and, you know, needed to get some workouts in. But it's interesting, like the culture there, you know, you'd see people in their 30s, like with like a sort of like a perma frown on their faces. And I forget how much harder New York yeah. is on on you, especially like this time of year. But we didn't like go like ham on like the eating and drinking. We really didn't go. We had some pizza and pasta, you know, all the bagels, all the things you have when you're there. But it felt so much different. And I was like, I need a salad. Like I need something green. Yes. It's like the last time I said, I'm like, I've been in California a long time or even the West Coast. It's just like, it sort of like shifts your viewpoint of things. Yeah. 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 And I think like also healthy, I think now I view as like, I define healthy so differently now, like as before it was like, you know, appearance and, or what working out and eating right versus now there's like that added, that added kind of layer of like mental health. Like Mm -hmm. it's like, if I'm not feeling good, I'm not health. Like I'm, it's like, it's, it's all the things and that. Right. And so I think I just view it a little differently now. For sure. For sure. And I mean, like you mentioned, you have like work for one of the biggest companies in the world and one of the most probably demanding companies in the world, especially the past couple of years, like everyone needs Microsoft. (laughs) Something Microsoft offers, everyone in the world needs it. So how do you face burnout in your career? And like, what do you do to sort of solve that and take care of your mental health? Yeah, gosh, it's definitely been like so top of mind, especially like I would say even like just this last year. Because it's something that I and I've and you know this I've shared this with you is something that I struggled with. You know it's hard, right? Like burnout is real, and it's definitely something that I am super mindful and aware of when I am in those kind of moments, right? Like I always, I don't know if you're familiar with like the emotional. I think it's called the cycle of emotion. So it's like for me, it's very much of like okay, what stage am I in? Because there's five stages to it. The first stage is like optimism. You're super excited. You're like, this is going to be great. And then you stage two is like, wait a minute. It's not as great as I thought it would be. What's going on here? And stage three, which is where I'm, I am most times, probably <laughs> of despair where you're like, this really sucks. I should quit. And then four is like, wait a minute. Okay, that's not that bad. I was able to get past the worst. And stage five is like, wow. I learned so much and I'm so glad I went through that. Right. And that happens like often and it's exhausting. And I think that when we're going through that, and I think depending on how frequent that happens, that's super exhausting. And depending on how, like, right. Cause then if you have, if it happens in pockets, right, it's not as exhausting. And so I think I would say probably right after COVID and maybe even just moving into this role, it was happening very frequently. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it's hard. Like I will say a lot of times and something I, I tell myself and I tell my team now is like, you know, depending on whatever company you work for, right, it, it will take as much as you give. And also, you know, there are times too, where it's like, and I, I tell my team this, I, I said this the other day, I was like, if you give somebody your hand, they're going to take your arm. So we have to be mindful of like practicing a thoughtful no. And somebody shared this thoughtful no concept with me, I would say maybe like two or three years ago. And I was like, wow, we can say no, we can push back. And I think learning how to do that, because I think for me, like in, in, in the world that we come from is very agency world. It was very like, yes, 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 all the time. And now being on the client side, I can say no. And I can say no, you know, to my peers, to, you know, to leadership and, you know, kind of be able to build those boundaries. And I'm, I'm still right. Even my role now, I'm still learning that and it's hard, but it's definitely something that's allowed me to, I think, be successful in my role and with my team and, and, you know, us practicing it often with each other, I think is important too. Yeah, for for sure. I, I can't tell you the amount of women who come to me to 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 work with me of like they are past the stage. Like they're like had it up to here and here and here. And we kind of like get into a conversation about, you know, what's been going on and what's, you know, work, home life, all that. And most of the time it's the lack of boundaries at work because they're so afraid to say no or just set up like those like fine lines of like Mm -hmm. this is when you can reach me this is when you can't reach me and like the one thing i i stress over and over is like the job is paying you to work the the hours outlined and yes like there's like gray area there but they're not paying you to worry about the job outside of it they're not paying you to like spend your saturday afternoon freaking out about what's happening on Monday, you know, because I think that, you know, what you're saying and what you're guiding your team is so smart because we often cannot say no because we're worried about the consequences instead of like, yeah, like being strong and saying no because of this or because of that. And then you gain a lot more respect when you do say no and for a valid, valid reason. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I remember it was a mutual friend of ours. I think it was Doug actually had recommended um, a book. I think it was Essentialism. And mm-hmm. I remember reading that book a few years ago. And even just the first chapter, like I have it on Audible and I listen to it when I'm in these like burnout moments. Mm-hmm. <laughs> first chapter is like, so I'm like, yes, okay. I It's like saying no, because I think what the, the basically the first chapter, I remember it saying, it's just like, if you don't respect your time, how do you expect others to? And I think that just like resonated with me so much. And I think that that helped me say no. And then I think I throw in the thoughtful as a part of it, because to your point, a lot of times as, as females, right? Like they're like, Oh, she's being combative or she's being this, or she's being that. And it's like really kind of spinning it and being thoughtful about it. Like, like, no, I can't get to that right now or next week or in two weeks, but, you know, let me fit it in when I can. Right. So it's mm-hmm. like being thoughtful about it. It's not necessarily drawing the line and saying, absolutely not, right. but saying, 
not right now and not next week and not in two weeks, but maybe it can fit it into the plan. And so like, let's work towards that. And so I think when you're thoughtful about, about the approach and your response, I think it's received, it's received better. And they, they respect your time and your space and your boundaries. So it's really about that. And trust me, it's been a journey, um, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. it's been great. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's really freeing too once you- yes and be like I don't have to respond to this right now or you know I think with you know some of our closest friends it's like I can send a text message and then not respond for a couple of days a week or something and it doesn't mean anyone is mad or you know right. like not about you like if there's just this understanding of like we are all busy and we will get back to each other and no worries. There's not this like sense of urgency or like false urgency that's created. Yeah. 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 Because I think a lot of times we do create those false narratives Mm -hmm. in our heads, right? Where we're like, oh, she's not responding. So she must be mad at me. No, she's probably just totally overwhelmed. And, you know, has maybe is like that text message is probably top of mind, right? Because a lot of times, sometimes when we text, right? And I'm like thinking like, oh, I haven't responded to Shannon. I haven't responded to her. And then the next day goes and I'm like, oh, I haven't responded to her. I need to respond to her. And it's like, I'm like, I don't want her to think I'm not, you know. And so it's like, we create those narratives. And I think we need to stop. We need to stop that. Yeah. 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 It's like everyone is, is, is busy and they're doing their things. And like, no one is forgotten about. Like, and that's, you know, while we're never like the center of everyone's universe, like, you know, the people closest to you are top of mind and you think of them every day for some reason, but you don't have to act on it all the time. And it's like yeah. such a release to not do that. But yeah, I mean, I think that the other piece is like, you know, with having those boundaries and like having, you know, gaining the confidence also to to set up those in your life like you do take me time and you do travel and you do take days off like how how have you managed to do that and sort of like what do you do in those times to kind of recharge yeah me time me time i think i 100% prioritize that and i think that we all should I think sometimes it's viewed as being selfish, but I think for me, it's like, I like to just get a 30 minute workout in, you know, and I think it helps me just kind of like center myself, whether it's like a bike ride or a run or a walk, right? Like sometimes like I go for, we go for long walks, but just, or even if it's like, you know, if I can find like more than 30 minutes, like an hour or an hour and a half, I'm like, okay, I want to go get a massage, right? I haven't gotten a massage in a really long time. And I'm so excited because I have one coming up and, and it's like, that's my me time, you know? And it's like, that's doing something for myself because, because I deserve it. Because I've, you know, worked so hard the last, like whatever months, you know, years, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Right. And so it's like, you know, just a little bit, like it's a little reward for myself and that's how I view it. And I think we need that, right? I think like, it's a nice way to kind of like recharge our battery, like our mm-hmm. personal battery, right? It's like when we unplug our phone, our, fo- our phones are dying. It's like we immediately run to charge them, but we fail to kind of approach ourselves as individuals in that way. Mm-hmm. And so for me, that's how I see it. It's like, even if it's just, 
you know, like five, 10, you know, 15, 20 minutes a day, just to be like, let me, let me dedicate this time to me. I think it's, that's definitely something I, I like to do and prioritize. Mm -hmm. And it could be done in a lot of different ways, right? It doesn't have to be a workout. It can be meditation. It could be sitting in a room quietly (laughs) because, you know, sometimes people have kids and they're just like, this is silence that I would like. (laughs) Could it it also be going to a Korean spa in downtown LA for a body scrub? (laughs) Yes, which was an experience. Let me just brief interlude so no one feels left out of an inside joke here. (laughs) There are many awesome 24-hour Korean spas in downtown Los Angeles. And Angie and I decided one day to go to one without really any – no one, like, gave us a heads up about what – Or, like, we didn't even do any research, right, of, like, what to expect. Yeah. (laughs) I think it was, like – $10, $15 for like a day pass. And we're like, okay, cool. And we'll get like a body scrub. That sounds nice. So we show up and what we had to change into some like khaki uniform or. Oh my God. Yes. It was like a little t-shirt and shorts. It was really, yeah, it was really fascinating. And then you entered a room and then, then everyone was completely naked for the rest of the time which we were also not prepared for, but we were truly not prepared for this body scrub where we were put in a room on these like rubber mats, right? And yeah, they were just like these hats. They, they looked like massage tables, but the massage, like the, the, the surface of the table was definitely like a type of plastic. Because <laughs> I just remember holding on for dear life because I was just like moving around everywhere. <laughs> Buckets of water being thrown at us. <laughs> that was not relaxing, but that was an experience that I don't think either of us will ever forget. I just kept looking at you and being like, is this happening? Is this really happening? It was such an experience. I will say, though, it was totally incredible. And mm-hmm. I think our my skin felt yeah. so soft and so incredible after. So yeah, highly recommend scrub those scrubs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just be prepared for what's going to go down. That's all. Um, but another thing that we try to do, although it's been quite some time, but I'm I'm getting almost ready to do it again, is Angie and I would go on just weekends away, but we'd plan it to do like half marathons or yeah, yeah or running races and, you know, try to take those trips like to be with each other, but also to do something like really fun and like physically rewarding, not for time because you know, we're, we, no. we, we do it for the fun not yeah. for the competition. Yeah. But that. I'm not trying to qualify for anything. I just want yeah. to get it done. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> get it done. Maybe have a good brunch afterwards, you know, all that. So that has been fun, which we gotta gotta do again. But I mean, you've got a treadmill at home. I gotta I gotta run outside in this this freezing fifty degree weather. Do not talk to me about freezing, Shannon. I will send you videos of what our front yard looks like right now. It is covered in snow. Do you think, as a new homeowner, like 
distracting yourself with stuff to do at home, is that like, is that helpful for you at this point? Like, is it relaxing or is it, okay. 100%. I think it's a nice way, you know, I'm on a computer all the time, like Monday through Friday, day, evening, sometimes, because I have to catch up sometimes in the evenings. And I think just having something to do like with my hands that, you know, can take me away from all the devices, I think Mm -hmm. is so therapeutic. Mm -hmm. I was describing to Fadi, who's my boyfriend, I was like, I'm going to paint my office. And he's like, why don't you hire someone to do that? And I'm like, cause I find it very therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And I did, I painted the little room that I'm in right now. And it was just so relaxing because it's just a different part of my brain that I'm using or I'm not using. And it's just like, you know, it was super awesome. And I think I love doing stuff like that. Like even just sometimes like I'll, I don't know, I was like trimming the side tree, which we got these like big scissors and, you know, it's like, I've never done this before, but I'm like, this is kind of cool. Like yard work. Wow. Like who would have thought? And it's just a nice little escape. That's good. Yeah. I have another audiobook for you that I'm reading right now. It's called The Comfort Crisis. Okay. And it's all about like most of us or the, a big percentage of the population has set their life up to be like problem free. And so then when something goes wrong, they freak out because they just haven't built up the stamina to like handle stuff in their lives. But the other part of it is like recommendations of what you can do. And a lot of it is like big challenges, like us saying like, hey, we're going to do this crazy half marathon in Mexico City where it's hilly and elevation. Yeah. You know, like big things like that to challenge yourself, but then also things to like shift yourself because their theory is that the next generations and even our generation, there's like a creativity, a lack of creativity, and that's like a huge problem. So they're like, do things like super different. Like we're all programmed to work at a computer and that is satisfying, yes, but it's it's like this. You're you're just doing the typing and doing the sitting and doing like, you know, the video chatting all the time. It's not going to fulfill you in other ways. So they were literally, the book says of like, you need to do things with your hands. You need Mm -hmm. to paint, you need to cook, you need to, you know, go hiking and like plant a garden outside, you know, like all of these other things that like us as like cave people had to do to survive that we've all sort of like forgotten how to do or we get too busy and like things get in the way and we're like I am gonna hire someone to paint my office I am I'm not gonna do it myself you know but it's so much more rewarding and actually like beneficial for you like your future self to actually like get in there and like do things with your hands yes yeah I agree I will say I I agree and I think that it's so interesting so definitely send me the book because it's just awesome. And I, I, you know, what's interesting is I, I remember a couple of years ago at work, we, so every, every year we have this month where we do like, we raise funds at work. It's, it's called the, we call it the give campaign. It's mm-hmm. October and the entire company kind of rallies around it. And, and a lot of times there's like these on-site events where we go like volunteer our time to 
um, specific organizations. And, and so we went and we did like a cleanup. It Mm -hmm. was like a little beach cleanup and it was awesome because as all of us, right? Like at that time I was on the research team, like we were walking, we were were all done and we had a blast. Mm -hmm. And, and as we were walking to the car, our cars, we were just like, gosh, like we need to do this more often. Cause not only, not only is it like good for the soul, right? It just, you as an individual to get away from the device, but also your computer, your phone, et cetera. Um, I call them the small, medium, large screens. And, <laughs> and, and, you know, but also just like doing something together with someone, like with other people, I think it's so rewarding. And then for other people, right? Because at the end of the day, like that, that specific instance was we were doing something for an organization. Mm-hmm. And so it was so nice to do that. And I think that it made me really think like, I need to do more things with my hands because it it's just a different side of the brain that we don't exercise all the time right because we're only using one part and this is a I think this is that one's so underserved and a lot of times to your point like we just hire people to do the things for us but Mm -hmm. they're so rewarding for us individually like I can't wait for the snow to melt so I can go rake all the leaves like that was fun like before Mm -hmm. I was like this is awesome (laughs) my back my back didn't like it, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was fun. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, as I'm reading more into the book, I'm like, I get myself in trouble all the time because even when I cook, there'll be a screen there. I'll like put a recipe up in my computer or iPad or, you know, whatever and have it there. And of course, like I can get text messages. I can play some music in the background and all this. And it was like, what if I just cook something I already know or have it written down? That way it's like, a total departure from any sort of like thing that could distract me. And then I'm in the moment and then it's there. And then it's, it's, it's a soothing activity versus like, I got to get this done. So anyway, so I'm trying to figure out other ways of like how to really like do this method because I think it's so important to kind of like step away. But I mentioned earlier that you have a treadmill and you've got a Peloton yes. bike at home as well. And you hike. I'll try hiking with you again someday. I will. I know. Uh, we got to get you hiking. You got to come up here and I want to take you on a hike. It's so funny. That you don't, I, I, it's hilarious that you don't like to hike. <laughs> I know. I know. But like, what are, what are your other ways to get fit? I texted everybody, I texted Angie the other day asking if she gets notifications on her watch about my workouts because I get a notification every single time that Angie works out and I don't know how to change it. But even if she does like a stretching routine for five minutes, it's like, oh, Angie. And it's sort of like an inside joke at our house. Like, oh, what's this? Oh, no, no one's ringing the doorbell. It is. It's Angie finished a workout. Uh, (laughs) So... So what, what's like your like sort of like workout routine, like, or things like, do you, do you do everything at home or do you go somewhere or do online? You know, I used to go, I used to go, uh, to like a gym. Like I used to have class pass and, you know, I really loved like class workouts because that's when I first moved up here to the PNW or PWN, 
Pacific. No, PNW. PNW, yeah, yeah. I was like, how am I going to make friends up here? Right. And so I started going to like class workouts, which were awesome. And then obviously that quickly changed. And so I got a Peloton bike because it was all rage. And I remember telling myself, I'm not going to get one. I love going to SoulCycle and I love the class experience and all of that. But you know what? I think the weather here doesn't Mm -hmm. make it easy for like, you know, running, walking, et cetera. Yeah. And so I, we, we ordered a treadmill, it's a Peloton tread and I love it because I can just like hop on like throughout the day. If I have like an hour during the work, the work day, right. I can just like right. pop, which I never do. Cause I never have time during the day, right. but I'm not also a morning person as you know. So I try, <laughs> I've tried many times to get up early and get my workout in, in the morning failed miserably. So I work out after work. As soon as I'm done, I like change and then I work out and then I get out and then, you know, and then it's time for dinner. But yeah, like I, you know, that's kind of what I've done and I, I've enjoyed it. And I will say like, I, I do miss going to yoga classes. It's something that I would like to kind of introduce more to my routine. Cause that was a nice little like midweek kind of like Zen moment for myself. Yeah. I used to go to boxing, which I I took you to a boxing class early on when I first moved here, and it was amazing because it's so incredible. Just like visualizing whoever made you mad that day and just mm-hmm. punching the bag and just like getting the aggression out, which was incredible. So therapeutic. And so I haven't been to boxing in a while, yeah. um, so I missed that, and I loved that. That was really cool. Um, but these days, I'm just running and riding on the bike. Yeah. 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 Which you, you do quite often. <laughs> I must say. So do you think like working out gives you more energy or is it like the food you eat or traveling? Like what, what's, what kind of like brings you back to life? It's a combination of all the things, you know, mm-hmm. like I think that totally, definitely when I don't work out, I feel super lethargic and just like slower with low energy. And so when I work out, I feel like it just like reignites me. A lot of it has to do with like, you know, how I fuel my body and like, I don't like to say diet because it's just, you know, we we all eat kind of different things. And I do, I do, you know, indulge, like I do eat, you know, sweets and I do love, you know, I drink wine. And so I just, I think it's just keeping it like a a balance and know like, okay, what is my, how do I feel my body today based on, you know, how I indulged the day before. And Mm -hmm. so, um, it's a combination of all the things and sleep. I think for me, if I were to rank like, sleep, diet, and exercise, I would put sleep at the top, like number one, right? Like you really can't function without sleep. I would put food as number two, Mm -hmm. and then I would put exercise as number three. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't exercise if you are going on no sleep. And if you don't have like the right food in your body, like that workout will suck. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So I am not a great fall asleeper. I can stay asleep. Do you, do you have any sleep habits? Because you can fall asleep like on a chair. Yes, like, I like, love sleep. <laughs> I 
Honestly, as you can tell, sometimes when Shen and I have traveled before many times, I would always, she is an early riser too. And so I would be like, please wake me up in the morning because I will sleep through the things. And I am one of those people that will set like three alarms, as mm -hmm. Shannon knows, and know. they all go off and they're all snoozed. I am that person. <laughs> It's true, guys. It's true. And so I'm not ashamed of it. I'm going to own it and it's okay. But so sleep habits, though, you know, how do I fall asleep? You know, I think I've started, it's interesting. Like I, so I recently got these, so I recently got these like sleep buds and they're like the bow sleep buds. I think that's what mm -hmm. they're called where like you can't listen to anything, can't listen to like music, anything. They sleep, it's specific for just like, like noise. It's like just like static noise. And so you, I listen to like raindrops or sometimes like meta, like, you know, like spa music, I guess is what I would call it. And so those are really helpful and they really block out like just any, any noise around. Yeah which is helpful. I definitely take like magnesium at night, which is I think helpful. It's like this thing called calm. And, and I think it just really helps relax, relax me. I think a lot of times my brain has a hard time shutting off yeah. because I'm always thinking about work. And so when I have like a glass of magnesium at night, it just really helps me just like slowly shut down. And it's like, it's just like, I guess, it's magnesium, so it's not bad for you. Mm -hmm. And and then let's see. I always like. I think if I do not get my full eight hours of sleep, I am a grumpy person throughout the day. So it's like I am one of those people that cannot operate with less than eight hours. Mm -hmm. And I just always try to make it a conscious effort to get my full eight hours. Yeah. Would you ever invest in some like med tech like the Aura Ring? to like track your sleep habits? Yeah. So like, I know a lot of people have like, have those rings. Mm -hmm. I would totally do that. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's awesome. I think just understanding your sleep cycle mm -hmm. is so important. I also have this app that I used to use. I don't really use it. I haven't been using it recently where like you can set an alarm Mm -hmm. And it tracks like when you're in deep sleep and when you're not. Mm -hmm. And so the alarm is set to a range. So instead of waking you up in deep sleep, because yeah. I think when you are woken up in deep sleep, you're groggy throughout the day. Yeah. I don't you're know if sleep. this is scientifically proven or what, but like, <laughs> so, you know, take it for what it's worth. But apparently when you're not in deep sleep and then you're woken up while you're not in deep sleep, you're like, it's just an easier wake up. And so that proved to work for me. Yeah. And so I really miss using that app. I don't use it. I haven't been using it and I should start introducing it again. But it, it was really awesome when that when I was using that. That sounds so much more soothing than like waking up to a like a beeping alarm. Yeah. 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 That's nice. Yeah. I, uh, I did the sleep or one of the sleep apps on the watch for a while. But then I got like so into it 
like too into it where it, cause it gave you an emoji based on how you slept. And I was like, I thought <laughs> I slept great, but it's like someone like with a grumpy face. And I was like, no, like, but I think it, it was helpful in like knowing like the nights where I'd had like two glasses of wine. Yeah. I thought that relaxed me and put me to sleep, but no, that is like the polar opposite of it. It would like, it, I would never get into like a deep sleep and like, it'd be like light sleep the whole way. And like, that's not a restorative sleep, even if it's like an eight hour sleep. Yeah. It's so fascinating. Like I do remember kind of tracking, like if I had a glass or two of wine, Mm -hmm. what was my sleep quality like? And it was always very low. It was definitely on the 60%. This was like a percentage versus when I was, you know, when I was not consuming, you know, alcohol, um, it was like over 80%. And so it was just really interesting to kind of see based on, you know, what you're consuming and eating throughout the day and the impact it has on your sleep quality. Like, whoa, it was so mind blowing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I think there's like all the little things we don't really think of, of like eating like a heavy, heavy meal so close to bedtime, like that can throw off the sleep cycle too. All that because I, I don't, I try a bedtime routine. I should try. I have calm at home. I actually should try doing that at night. That's good. Good, quick, hot tip for everybody listening about the magnesium because it, it It also has a positive side effect too. And not that I want to talk about, you know, this on the podcast, but, you know, for those of those of you who are not regular in the morning, it really helps, you know, it moves things along. It moves things along. It's a really nice side effect which is very it's it's very healthful it's it's you got to detox your body somehow and if (laughs) if you you can help your body do it while you sleep that's even better yeah yeah better (laughs) more hot tips (laughs) Um, okay i have a question about traveling so like we've talked a lot about like at home and like you know everything's set up at home i just spilled all over myself sorry Oh. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I spill all the time. So like when you're on the road, like traveling for fun, traveling for work, like how do you sort of keep this up? Like how, like do you bring like calm supplements or do you travel with a sleep mask and, you know, like how do you sort of like keep up this like wellness, like you have a great wellness routine. Like how do you keep this up when you are on the go? Yeah, that's, you know, it took me a while, I think, to kind of nail it down. But they do, I do travel with calm in my, it's a funny story, actually. I do travel with calm. I put it in a Ziploc bag. So if everybody knows, you can have it in liquid form or you can also have it in powder form. And it's a white powder. So sometimes I put it, sometimes I put it in a Ziploc bag, which guess what? When you check a bag and it gets, when you don't check a bag and it gets searched by TSA, it can cause eyebrows to raise. So that's been a fun journey. Um, 
And even recently when I was returning from Mexico City, my bag got searched and I had it in a little plastic container. Because, oh, no. you know, I like to seal it properly. And they were like, what is this? And I was like, it's, and I said it in Spanish. I was like, es, magne- es magnesio, like it's magnesium. And the guy was like, I don't know. I don't know. This looks suspect. And, uh, you know, I was I was traveling with my nephew. And my nephew's like, why do you travel with this stuff, Angie? And I'm yeah. like, because it helps me sleep. But anyway, that's a side. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, the other side story is I've also traveled with Angie and she's traveled with her own sticks of butter. <laughs> yes, it's true. <laughs> but oh, I've also made her travel with a blender. So this is true. <laughs> she has this. We all have our quirks. <laughs> and so, yes, so I travel with magnesium. I also travel, so I started, well, um, maybe it was after you introduced me to it, Shannon, with like, you know, because sometimes when you travel, you don't get like, you know, your, your serving of veggies or, right? So like sweet or it's, um, athletic greens mm-hmm. was is something that I, and I ordered it in like travel packs. And so that was really nice just to pack and also just like have because- a lot of times when you're traveling, especially for work, sometimes like you're very limited on, on even just getting your hand on a fruit or vegetable. And so having that handy has been great. And yeah, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't a user of sleep masks, but I started using them. It's like the ones that actually like cup over your eyes so you can actually blink and move. And then they have one that's like, beaded and so it's really nice because it like feels it rests on my face nicely um and so I do feel like when I travel I get a good night's sleep yeah I think those are probably it and so I just always try to be really good about like getting to bed at a decent time which sometimes is hard yeah one thing that you brought on a trip one time which I thought it was insane because I was like I don't know what this is I don't know. And then I saw you use them and I got them and they're a great thing to like, you can throw in a bag. It takes up no space. Those like sliders. Yes. Yeah. Well, they look like just like discs, but on any sort of like thing of like a hotel room surface, like the, the carpeting is light. So they just slide. And like the ab workout you get from those is like, it's so sore. It's so sore. You can do kind of do like squats too. Like, those are really great. Yeah, actually, you're right. I travel with like my slid- sliders, which I don't really use at home because I have other methods of working out. But sliders are very compact uh, bands too, like uh, the exercise bands, the ones that you know you have the two handles, or just the the, the essentially round ones that you kind of put. I mean, they're great. They're very small and they don't take up a lot of space. And it's hard, right? Because sometimes I remember, <laughs> I remember going to Las Vegas for work. This was when I was at Microsoft. It was like a big conference and I was super ambitious and I packed workout clothes and I was like, I'm going to get a workout in. And so by the time, first of all, I couldn't find the gym because like, mm-hmm. I don't know, I think they hide it somewhere in the basement in Las Vegas because yeah. they don't want anyone going to the gym. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like by the time I got, it probably took me 45 minutes to locate the gym and get to it from my room. By that time, I was like, I have no time to work out. And then I I need another 45 minutes to get back. And so like, that was my workout. And so, you know, that sometimes isn't helpful. 
And so if you can just work out in your room, I think that's just, you know, packing those very, those things that just don't take up a lot of space mm-hmm. is helpful because you can just like knock it out really quickly. Totally. Totally. Yeah. And I think you like throughout our conversation, you brought up like really important points. Like your health and wellness is totally individual. It's like what works for you, like what life stage, what season of life you're in, like where you're at in the world, like if you're traveling, if you're on the go. And then like, it doesn't have to be perfect. Like it still works. If it's not like, I don't like you can miss, you can, you can indulge for a couple of meals in a row, you know, like you can be you and like still manage to like have this focus on health and wellness in your life. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think that it's not a one size fits all and it's just what works for you. And you know, it's all kind of trial and error, right? Like it's what works for you, what works for what works for you, Shannon, sometimes, you know, and most times probably doesn't work for me. And what works for me probably doesn't work for you. And vice, you know, and, and I think that should apply to everyone. For sure. For sure. So you talked about future goals, like you want to have yoga back in your life. Is there anything else like you are like in 2023? Like, yeah, I do. Yes. In 2023, you and I are going to run another half marathon together. That is a goal. So that I'm transferring on to you. So it is now your goal too. <laughs> I worked out on the bike yesterday for 20 minutes and I was like, heaving. Um, so it's definitely, definitely going to happen. Just need to, just, I need a jacket. I need a jacket to run outside. So I'm not a wimp about it. And then I'll start. <laughs> we'll do it. We're going to do it. I am so excited because when I was in Mexico City, there was a, a half marathon going on and I was like, I wish I would have known because I would have done it. Although I probably need to really train for that one, given the altitude. Yeah. But, you could have just popped in. Right? Yeah, just crashed it. <laughs> okay, cool. Well, I have one last question for you. Let's do it. And a question that I ask everybody who comes on the podcast. So you actually know Patty my college roommate, we would always talk about these conversations. If I had a button, it would do this. But then Amazon definitely created the buttons where you could press and things would happen. But (laughs) but we're not talking about getting tied or getting, you know, uh, bounty delivered here. It's like if you had a button in your life, you'd press it anytime and this would happen or this would be done for you or this would – you know, some dream would come true, whatever it is, what would it be for you? Oh my gosh. Oh, I, I I can, I, so it's at my disposal, this Mm -hmm. button, right? Okay. And, and it's something that if I push this button, it's the same thing would happen over and over again. Okay. Oh, let's see. I, Okay, so I think because I'm really busy during the day mm-hmm. and in meetings, like back-to-back meetings, and, you know, especially right now that I'm working from home because I don't really go into the office as often as I would like to, putting together, like, a healthy lunch is, mm-hmm. like, always takes, like, oh, what am I going to put together today? And And so just having, pushing the button and just, like, 
I push the button, like a magically like a healthy meal shows up, like that would be great. And not the same meal every day because that would be boring. Right. But definitely like something different. Yes. That's what I would, that's the button I would want. Or maybe it's also like this button that I have right now, which is like my little badass button that I push all the time. (laughs) Which I have a button already. You do have a button. And it's true. And it's telling you the truth. Well, in a couple of months, you know my course is coming out and it's all about eating for energy. And I've got got some tips and tricks in there. That will help Perfect. you with the button. So I might be bringing your button to life. So Yay! I guess I might owe you some royalties or something because you have the button. Um, <laughs> anyway, this has been so much fun. And I think we could keep talking and talking for much longer and planning a lot more trips. But I know you have your busy job to get back to. And and I want you to have some lunch today because it is almost lunchtime. So I'm giving you like a button push. And then hopefully Fadi has a beautiful spread prepared right outside the door. Yeah, he just left and he's going to get our lunch. So I don't, I think I ordered something healthy. So he should be back soon with lunch. So that's my current button right now. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Fadi button. Well, thank you. Big hugs to you. Oh, I miss you. This is incredible. Thank you for having me. I feel so lucky and fortunate to be a guest on your podcast. Gosh, thrilled to have you. Okay. All right. Thank you, Angie. hope you enjoyed this episode of a side of syrup if you love this episode as much as i did head on over and rate and review and subscribe so you never miss the next one also if you know someone who would love this episode or podcast in general send it to them too thank you new episodes go up on tuesdays thanks for tuning in i can't wait to hang out with you again soon